You're listening to Al Pastor, the show that helps you love God, love your neighbor, and eat more tacos. I'm your host, Pastor Brian. Welcome to the show. Well, hello, I want to welcome you to today's episode. We're going to be going over Genesis 29, verses 1 through 30. This is our reading for uh, Monday, which is going to be February 20th. I am recording this on Sunday evening, <laughs> late Sunday evening. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk through and I'm going to think out loud. I've not studied, <laughs> uh, so please forgive me if I've got some takes that uh, I very well could be wrong. And this is part of this, uh, what I would call the discovery process. Sort of like, what are your thoughts? What stands out to you? What's on your agenda to study? And so I'm just going to, again, think out loud. So let's uh, let's get right into it. We start in verse 1, 20, chapter 29, verse 1. So Jacob went on his journey, and he came to the land of the people of the east. All right, so I'm interested in the people of the east. Normally, when we see the east, that's away from the presence of God. Um, but these are the family of of uh, Abraham, and so I'm going to highlight that and see if I can figure that out, if there is something there, make maybe something, maybe nothing. And he looked, and he saw a well in the field. All right, I'm going to highlight, circle, underline, in my way, well in the field. When you see wells in the Bible, uh, that's a love story. <laughs> so all the ancient audiences knew this is a love story. And behold, there were three flocks of sheep laying by it. Okay, flocks of sheep. I probably want to try to put some flesh and bones on this. I'm wondering how many would be in a flock of sheep? Would it be 50, 100? I don't know. Is it even possible for us to know? Good question. So there's uh, three flocks of sheep. For out of that well, they watered the flocks. A large stone was on the well's mouth. Okay, I'm going to underline a large stone. I think that's going to be significant. Verse 3. Now all the flocks would be gathered there, and they would roll the stone from the well's mouth, water the sheep, and put the stone back in its place on the well's mouth. Verse 4, And Jacob said to them, My brethren, where are you from? And they said, We are from Haran. Then he said to them, Do you know Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. And so he said to them, Is he well? And they said, He is well. And look, his daughter Rachel is coming with the sheep. All right, here we have a glimpse of Rachel. Verse 7, And then he said, Look, it is still high day. It is not time for the cattle to be gathered together. Water the sheep and go and feed them. Okay, <laughs> this is interesting to me. Isaac is uh, kind of bossing these guys around a little bit. But they said in verse 8, We cannot until all the flocks are gathered together, and they have rolled the stone from the well's mouth. Then we water the sheep. Now, while he was still speaking with him, Rachel came with her father's sheep. Oh, I scrolled and I lost my place. Oh, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherdess. 
I'm going to highlight that. You understand? This is this this actually. I'm gonna, this is this is on the slate to study out. So you're telling me Rachel was a shepherdess? You know what that means, right? She was she was a pastora. Okay. All right, Rachel, you go, girl, right? I love this. I love this a lot. This is actually rare. This is rare for a female to be a shepherdess. Oh, boy. It's going to get good. Verse 10. And it came to pass when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near, and he rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. Okay. He, okay. This, uh, th this right here just kind of throws me for a loop. Earlier, we just saw they rolled the stone away, right? And this, this is a, this is, I, I'm, I'm going to gather this is a pretty big stone. So I'm, I want to find some info on this. Like what, how big of a stone are we talking about? And how in the world did Jacob do that himself? Is this like seeing a girl in the gym? And uh, trying to bench press your max weight or something like <laughs> this, this, this is Jacob flexing right here. <clears throat> Verse 11. And then Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted up his voice and wept. All right. Um, Jacob kissed Rachel. Uh, boy. Well, I'll have to study this out. I've got two directions we can go. He either kissed her as like uh, customary you know, uh, sometimes people kiss when they greet each other, greet, greet each other with a holy kiss. I don't think this was an affectionate kiss, but at the same time, I think I think this is going to be love at first sight for Jacob. I mean, think about this. Um, we know Jacob, he, he stayed at home. He was a shepherd. And you've got, here comes Rachel. She's a shepherd. Okay, verse 12. And then Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's relative and that he was Rebekah's son. So she ran and told her father. Okay, I'm going to highlight that. Because this, uh, she's excited. Verse 13. Then it came to pass when Laban heard the report about Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him. Okay, everybody's running in here. And embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. So he told Laban all these things. All right, I'm going to underline he told Laban all these things. I'm going to sit on that tomorrow. Curious, like, man, can you imagine the story of Jacob? I mean, the last time Laban, as far as we know, is when his sister, Rebekah, departed. So how long has it been? Don't take my word on this. I think I'm going to guess. Hmm, I'm going to guess it's been at least 60 years. Could be longer. But anyway, verse 14. And Laban said to him, surely you are bone. You are my bone and flesh. And he stayed with him for a month. All right. All right. A month. That's a long time. All right. I'm going to underline a month. Because that's going to be, that's interesting. Verse 15. Then Laban said to Jacob, Because you're my relative, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me, what should your wages be? 
Okay. My guess is he's, because I already know the, I know the story, right? So I'm like, we know what's going to happen with Jacob. But in verse 15, I think I'm connecting this a little bit better. I mean, it's like after a month, I think it's going to be pretty obvious that Jacob's got his eye on Rachel. And Laban, we already know he's a slick one. So I don't think this conversation in verse 15 is altruistic, right? So I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I've got to sit on this. Verse 16, now Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah's eyes were delicate. All right, I'm going to underline that because I want to know more. But Rachel was beautiful of form and appearance. All right, so I'm curious, what is delicate? I've heard different things. I don't think I've really studied that out. So that's on my checklist, my to-do list. Um, not going to do it now, but I'm curious. All right, verse 18. Now Jacob loved Rachel. I'm gonna I'm gonna put down love because I want to know. I want to know a little bit about that word. Is there anything significant? It could just be the normal general word for love, but we'll see. So he said, "I will serve you for seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter." All right. So this was Jacob's idea. He says, I'll serve you seven years. And Laban said, it is better that I give her to you than I should give her to another man. Stay with me. All right. I have a background. Before I was saved, I had a background in sales. I could be reading into the text here, but I see some sales tactics in here. I see Laban. I mean, it's sort of like you never want to show your cards, right? And when somebody says they want something, oh boy, that's not good. Like if you go shopping for a car, they're always going to ask, like, which one do you want? They want you to open your, your, your mouth first, right? This is part of negotiation. You never, never, never say, I, I want this one. I want this one and nothing else. And I want it in red. They got you. Believe me, they got you. So I see that there. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit on this and I'm going to see... If this is me reading into the text, but I see that here. <clears throat> now, my other question is, we know that Isaac, Isaac's rich. I mean, he is rich. He It, it said, I mean, when he was digging those wells outside of Gerar, right? I mean, he opened up the wells of his father, Abraham. The Lord prospered him. He had a hundredfold return. I mean, he not only was he prospered, he was very prospered. So here's my question. Why is Jacob serving seven years for Rachel when he has the means to do what Eleazar did for Isaac? Remember what Isaac did with Laban? And, well, Rebekah's father, but Laban was the stand-in. Remember? He gave bracelets. He gave the dowry. I mean, he did all that. I mean, he, he brought her home. So I'm curious what's going on here. And, hmm. Just thinking, we don't see any activity of the Holy Spirit. So this could be, could be, I'm just thinking out loud, this could be an indication of the fleshly nature of Jacob prior to becoming Israel. Again, after, you know, deceiving his brother for the birthright. And yes, he should, he should do what his father said and get a wife. But I think he's getting himself in a mess here. But I'm curious, I am curious about the dowry. I mean, anyway, okay. And 
verse 20, so Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed only a few days to him because of the love he had for her. Uh, I need one of those sound effects where everybody goes, oh, every every woman's heart melts, right? <laughs> verse 20. Okay, verse 21. Then Jacob said to Laban, give me my wife for my days are fulfilled that I may go into her. I don't think we need to discuss what that means. It's just a euphemism. He wants to consummate the marriage. Verse 22, and Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. Okay, very significant there. I think it's a cultural, customary, right? Verse 23, now it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to Jacob, and he went into her. All right, what's going on here? I'm going to highlight this verse. I'm wondering, is there any alcohol involved here? Could it be? I don't know. I don't know, but how could how could this happen, right? Verse 24, And Laban gave his maid Zilpah to his daughter Leah as a maid. Okay, so if you remember, Rebecca had... I don't remember the maid of Rebecca, but she was given she was given a nurse. I don't know if they named her. I can't remember. I should know, but I don't. So I'm wondering if this is part of the culture and custom. I know where I can find that. I'll look in the uh, ZIBBC, the Zondervan, X, uh, uh, Zondervan Illustrated Bible Background Commentary. That's a mouthful, right? But that's what I'm going to look for. So I know where to go with that. That's a good thing. I know a guy. Okay. Verse 24 or 5, so it came to pass in the morning, behold, it was Leah. Surprise, surprise. And he said to Laban, what is this you have done to me? Was it not for Rachel that I served you? Why then have you deceived me? Okay, I'm going to, I can't, I can't on this. Okay, uh, this verse right here is getting like on fire. So we see the deceiver getting deceived. And that is Jacob's name. I think, I hope we know that, right? Jacob's name means heel grabber, supplanter, deceiver. So this verse is getting highlighted. This is, this is, uh, this is interesting. Verse 26, and Laban said, it must not be done so in our country. <laughs> oh, how convenient, right? To give the younger before the firstborn. So Laban's like, look, man, I know this is this is super sneaky. Like, technically, I didn't trick you, Jacob. But sure, I mean, did you not know this is the custom? Like, nobody gets the second-born daughter before the first daughter's married. So I'm gonna I wanna highlight that. I wanna know. Is this real? Is it legit? Is this like a half-truth, a half-deceit? Interesting. Okay, so that's gonna be on the that's gonna be on the agenda. Verse 22. Fulfill her week. All right, that's getting underlined. I think that's important. Fulfill her week. Probably a week of celebration. <clears throat> and we will give you this one also for the service for which you will serve with me still another seven years. Ah, yeah, yeah, Jacob. You're going to go 14 years. And, <laughs> hey, I'm not trying to be cheeky here. But, men, we've... We, we, Men, <laughs> oh, I'm like, should I say it? We we got our hands full enough with one wife. Can you imagine what Jacob's got now? He's got two wives, and we know he's going to end up having a couple of uh, 
concubines. But anyway, oh boy. All right, verse 28. And then Jacob did so, fulfilled her week, so he gave him his daughter Rachel as a wife also. And Laban gave his maid Bilhah, I think that I, Bilhah maybe, to his daughter Rachel as a maid. All right, so we see a repetition of giving of a maid. Um, I do, again, as I said, I want to know more about that. Verse 30, and then Jacob also went into Rachel. And he also loved Rachel more than Leah. I'm going to highlight the word love because I want to know. I want to see if there's any connections for that. More than Leah. And he served with Laban still another seven years. Okay. There's a lot to tackle here. That's my initial thoughts. There's a lot to study here. Um, the main thing is I'm going to look at some cultural backgrounds. Really interested in the stone. I'm really interested in, and um, in Rachel being a shepherdess. Like that's that's interesting. Um, I'm interested in the dowry. Why did that not take place? Can I find out? Has anybody written on that? I want to know. And then, um, so my next step, just so you know, before I go to commentary, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on this for a little bit. I'm I'm going to bed. I'm going to reread this. I'm going to listen to it. I am, I'm going to try to put some more flesh and bones. I'm going to try to, there's nothing wrong with meditating or visualizing. Like I picture people, I'm a, I'm a visual person. And then I'm going to run cross-references too, because there's quite a few cross-references on here. And, um, and then, then I'm going to go to commentary. You might ask, well, which ones are you going to go to? Well, I'll do an initial scan through the Faith Life Study Bible, just an initial, just to see if there's any good articles or links. Um, then I'll probably scan through Morris. I'll probably go through Morris and see if there's anything good. And then I will probably go to the Bible Knowledge Commentary. Um, I'll probably I'll probably read that and see what they've got. And then yeah, I definitely am going to what's called the ZIBBC, the Zondervan uh, uh, Bible Background uh, commentary. And, um, I will probably also go to the Pentateuch as narrative and I've got my hands full, right? You're like, Oh boy. Yeah, this is, this is what I, I mean. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll see what's worthy. This one doesn't, this one actually kind of seems light, but I may be in for a shocker. There could be some heavy lifting involved here. I'm, I'm, I want to know about some word plays Definitely, I think there's a wordplay with uh, Jacob and deceiving. I want to see where that is. Um, other than that, that's it. <laughs> so I, I hope you guys have a blessed President's Day. I know most people have it off. Well, not most people, but maybe. Maybe you have it off. What a great day um, to just rest, relax in the Lord, like take an extra Sabbath. Maybe you're doing something. Maybe you're getting laundry done or housework done or or shopping or um Maybe you're just doing something different. So either way, we bless you. I bless you. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Al Pastor with Brian Overturf. If you found value in this, please subscribe and get updates. Most places podcasts are available. We're right here on Anchor FM through Spotify, also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. I hope you'll tune in for the next episode. Until then, we'll see you later.